Okay, good morning everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Chaf Hey in Mesechet Sochem. Chaf Hey, Chanukah. 25, rededication of the Shir. We had some people out of the weather, we had some Chanukah vacation, and we continue with Amar Abaye, 11 lines up from the bottom of Chaftal Ramad Beis. We have spent the last few days uh, discussing little, uh, some drushas, okay, about whether anything that is Chayev Be'achila, is it all, whether it's Aser Be'achila, is it also Aser Be'hana? The implications for Chametz are certainly relevant, but we were discussing everything else in the Torah as well in that context. Okay, now now we're talking about, then we discussed the idea of Derech right? We talked about items where we left off on Daf Chav Dalet was Derech that there are certain things that you're only going to be Chayev if you uh, if you have if you have hana from them in the normal way of hana, so Amar Abaye, uh, Abaye mentions an exception to that rule where you only chayiv v'derech hana, which is kelaim. As Abaye says in the statement, "Hakol modim bechilei akerem." Right? We talked about bechilei akerem. You're not allowed to plant. Um, right? I, we, we talked we talked actually quite a bit in Erevin about how far away. Right? Let's say seeds of grain have to be away from seeds of a vineyard in order to right in order to not be considered kilei akerem, which is when you grow them together. We talked about that halacha at length and how far away they need to be. And so the the idea of benefiting from such an iser, right? Can you benefit from it? And is it usher even if you don't benefit in a normal way? So Abaye says, everybody agrees, that these kile hakerem, you're going to get malchus, which is the right the punishment for this, you, because it's a lav, you're going to get malchus for this, even if you somehow get on, uh, not in the usual way. My time, and what is the reason for this? So the statement that Abaye makes is the reason why you're going to be chayiv, even if it's not b'derech is because in the pasuk that teaches you they're not allowed to eat, they're not allowed to get anah, rather from kilei it doesn't mention eating at all, right? So we just said that achila means that it has to be derech So if the word, if achila is not mentioned, so it must be that the iser of having hana has nothing to do with the derech and the normal way of getting it, but you get the iser rather, even if you do it in the, if you do get the hana in not the usual way. Okay, so that was the statement of Abaye. Kilei kerem, you get the malchus even if it's not derech so the Gemara is going to challenge that this is Mesvei. Isi ben Yehuda. Isi said, Minayin levasar b'chalav shu asar. Okay, so we're going to have like a little chunk of Gemara over here and uh, that's going to, at the end, come back and challenge this. So basar b'chalav we know is asar because shenemar kan ki am kadosha ta benemar l'hond anshe kodesh tiyun li. So this is an interesting, uh, this is an interesting question. What do you mean, minayin levasar b'chalav shu asar? We have a, we have, we have a pasuk that says that you're not supposed to eat. Well, the truth of the matter is that the pasuk says, lo te'achel Right, lot of rather, Right, that you're not supposed to cook basar b'chalav. And we also know, famously, many of you may be familiar that that pasuk where it says lot of appears three times. And we know that the, the Gemara has a drasha that those three times represent iser bishul, iser achila, and iser hana by basar b'chalav. So this is like a famous drasha that a lot of people learn in yeshivas. So Rabbi Arye Leibowitz, the great family master, points out Isi ben Yehuda does not hold that drasha. It's as simple as that. So if that was confusing to you, now you know. So, so now, so, but again, if you don't hold up that drasha, so then you're left with no pasuk that says you're not allowed to eat basar b'chalav. You just left with a pasuk that says you can't cook basar b'chalav. Okay. So Lisa ben Yehuda says, how do you know, therefore, so he has a different source for why it's also to eat, right, um, basar b'chalav, because it says two different sukkim, ki am kadosh ata, right, um, that's in Devarim. There it is. So you have Kiyam Kadosh Ata, juxtaposed to Lot of Hashel Gadi Bechalev Imo. And then later in Shemos it says, And then it says, Right? And so, okay, so then when you have Anshe Kodesh by the Nevela, and in, in the Pasuk in Shemos, and you have the Nevela and, and the Amshe Kodesh and 
juxtaposed with the lot of Mo, you realize from that juxtaposition, says the Gemara, says Isi ben Yehuda, Ma'ale halon asar, just like in the Trefa, it's asar in that pasuk, afkan asar. Right? So there again, you see that because lot of Mo is mentioned in the context of Nevela in one place, and the Kodesh Kodesh connects the two psukim, so that's how you know that eating of the, right, eating of the Basar Chalav is asar just like eating of the Trefa's asar. Okay? And then says the Gemara, Ve'en li'ela b'achila so how do you know it's also asar b'hanah? So again, if you have the three-pronged drasha of lot v'ashel g'di b'chalevi mo three times, you don't need this, but Isi ben Yudah does. So for that, says Isi ben Yudah, amar kal b'chomer. That we're going to get a kal b'chomer. Just like umat orla, shelo nevda ba'avera, asar b'hanah. So we're going to, we're going to just, right, span across the Torah, right? And we're going to get, pick up the concept of orla. Orla, right, you never did an avera. The isser of orla is the first three years, you're not allowed, of a, of a regular kosher fruit tree. You're not allowed to eat it, that, uh, the fruit, because that's orla. There was never any avera. You didn't plant kilayim. You didn't do anything. You planted everything kosher lemosha. And yet, you're not allowed to eat asar b'hanah or get hanah from orla the first three years. So basar b'chalav, shenev the b'avera. So kabah chomer, basar b'chalav, where you did an avera, as Ari Leibowitz and other Mepharshim over here also, not just Ari Leibowitz, point out uh, what exactly is the avera that you did, Rashi, uh, right? So um, the orla, you didn't do the avera, Rashi says, when you planted it. The basar b'chalav, you did the avera when you cooked it, okay? Right? So basar b'chalav, shenev the b'avera, eno did she yet asar b'hanah. So therefore, because you did an Avera, certainly that's going to be also very nice. As we arrive at Chafei Amad Bey, at Chafei Amad Aleph, at Daf Chafei, at 539. Here we go. So Yisri Ben Yudah is going to explain the following. He says also, but he says, you could actually refute this. Why? Because you're going to say, right, so again, the idea over there before we said that maybe Basar B'chalav is going to be Asr B'hana, right, because of the, of, right, the Basar B'chalav is going to be Asr for eating. How do we know that's Asr B'hana? So we say, we could say from Orla. However, you could also say Orla never had a moment uh, where it was permissible, right? From the moment you plant the orla, you're never really allowed to eat the tree, the fruit of the tree, even though the fruit isn't even there. But the first fruit of that orla, you can never eat. So it was never really kosher and then lost that status. Can you really compare? Can you make a kalvachomer from that? And this is where it gets, again, these kalvachomers, when you, when you say B is greater than A and C is greater than B, as we've discussed, so the reason why, Rabbi Leibowitz says, you can't, one of the svaras given for why ain't onshin minadin, where you can't really give a punishment, like a capital punishment, let's say, uh, from a kavachomer, is because these are not always so linear. When you have a guzera shava, like Isi ben Yehuda is suggesting, so you have tupsukim and you have a limud and you have a mesora, that you learn one from the other. But a kavachomer here, you can, o- you can almost always poke holes in logic because it's like 11 variables for each thing, you don't know which ones are going to exactly match up. But be that as it may. Be that as it may, the orla was never mutter. But the meat and milk individually were mutter before you put them together, right? So therefore, maybe that's not a proper kalvachomer. But then, Isi ben Yudah reflects his own refutation and says, But here we have back the chametz a little bit. The chametz was, you know, during the year, it's, it's, uh, it's mutter, and yet it's asr behana, right? You can eat chametz before Pesach, Right, and then when you get to Pesach, it's going to be also be'anah. So it has that moment when it crosses that threshold. So ma'al chametz Pesach shechein anosh kares, but that is not really good. We, it's nice that we brought up Pesach because chametz because we're learning Masechas Pesachim, but that's not going to be a good comparison either because the Gemara points out ma'al chametz Pesach shechein anosh kares because chametz, as we know, is a very severe chumrah, and the punishment for chametz Pesach is a kares. Tomar be'basar v'chalav shechein anosh kares. You're going to compare that to basar v'chalav that is that that is not actually an isser kares. So the Gemara says, he says, no, well, right? So it's all, it's like a, uh, a triangle here where the Kilei Akarim themselves are going to prove that they're not, they're not a Chiv Kares, as we said, they're a Chiv Malkus, and yet they are Aser Behana. 
So then, so that's how, that was basically all a way of Isi ben Yehuda explaining, right, how we know that Basra is Asr Bahana. Okay, now, that was Isi ben Yehuda. But Isi ben Yehuda was brought, right, as a, as a refutation of Abaye's statement. Again, Abaye's statement was that you're going to be Chayim and Kila Karim even if it's not Kedar Chana. So, so now the Gemara says, the Im Isa, right, if it's true that you get Amalkas, even if you have the Kilayim, you should love Chana, seven lines down, Chafayim Aleph, so it says, Nifroch, Right. In other words, achila, right, isn't isn't written. Right. Either way, it's not because achila isn't written. It's because it's very chamor. In other words, right. We say that for kilei akerem, we can't learn basar We can't learn basar from from the kilei akerem, and that was the point that we're trying to bring from Eisi ben Yehuda, because kilei akerem itself has a source which teaches you, right, that that you are not going to be that you're going to be chayiv even if it's not there chana. That in fact makes kilei akerem very chamor. So the point here is that Abaye said that you're chayiv in kilei akerem even if it's not bedera chana. So that's good for Abaye, but. Isi ben Yehuda's cheshben at the very end over here, where he says, The way Isi ben Yehuda tried to learn back to Basar Chalav wouldn't work, says the Gemara, if you followed Abaye's shita that Kilei Akerem is also even Chalokederchan because that actually presents a special chumra by Kilei Akerem that would mess up the math for Isi ben Yehuda when he's trying to prove his point. So the Gemara is going to resolve this. Abaye, how is Abaye going to answer Isi ben Yehuda's cheshben? That's the question of the Gemara here. So he says, Tomar Bamai. He says, no. By, by Basar B'chalav, you can't say that the, the lack of Achil or Basar B'chalav implies that it's also, also not Kedar Chanav. That would make it like Kila Akerem. So Abayi could make sense, in other words. Just like by Kila Akerem, you don't have the word Achila mentioned. So Abayi might say, in Achinami, that Kila Akerem might be Homer in the sense that it's also Shiloh Kedar Chanav. And that's because the word Achila is not written by Kilai Karim. The word Achila is also not written by Basar Rechalov. As we famously have said, by Basar Rechalov, you only say Lotivashel. So the fact that Lotivashel doesn't appear by Kilai Karim doesn't bother by it, because it doesn't appear by Basar Rechalov either. Okay, so the either the Kamosiv law. So, so that's so that's a good point. In other words, Abaye has a point. He can compare. Isi ben Yehuda doesn't have to worry. He can compare Kila Karim to Basar Bechalav because, in fact, neither of them have the word Achila in the pasuk. So, the question is, why did the Gemara challenge? Um, why did the Gemara take Abaye's perspective on Kila Karim and use it to challenge Isi ben Yehuda? Neither Kila Karim or Basar Bechalav have the word Achila in them. So, what was that pr- perspective? So, says the Gemara. Either the Kamosiv law, Sarvel Hachi Kagamar Minavela. Okay, Manavela Derchan Asa Af Basar Bechalav Derchan Also that. The other perspective is that even though it's true that neither, um, right, that, that neither Basar Bechalov or, right, or Kila Akerem have this idea of, of uh, Achila in them, the other perspective is that, uh, that Basar Bechalov is also, as we learned, according to Isi bin Yehuda, is learned from Nevela. And the fact of the matter is that Nevela is also der, only Derechanasa, because by Nevela, Achila does appear. So therefore, Basar Bechalov, even though Basar Bechalov itself does not have the Pasuk of Achila in it, it is compared, we learn the Isra Achila from Nevela, and Nevela has Achila in it, and therefore if you compare Basar Bechalav to Nevela, so you do have Isra only, but Baderach Asa, and since that's the case, um, it's going to have, that's going to be the Cheshman of Isi Ben Yehuda, and it's going to be problematic with the mention of Kila Karim as per the Sheet of Abaye. So now the Gemara says, so then what was Abaye, how's Abaye going to answer this? So says the Gemara, Rabaye lahachi lo kasav achila begufo, right, that that's the very reason why it didn't say Achila by Basar Bechalav. So what we come out with here is two perspective, amazingly, about whether you have the Isser of is Asr Afil Shalokaderchanaso. On one hand, you have the notion that the word Achila is not mentioned by Basar Bakalov. It only says Lotavashel Gdiba Khalevi Mo. 
But on the other hand, it is compared to a trefa, right? According to Isi ben Yehuda, he learns uh, from, like we just said, from a different limud. And he learns from the comparison to trefa, and that is only Asa Kedera Chana. Also, so that accounts for the two perspectives. We'll call it the perspective of Abaye and the perspective of Isi ben Yehuda. Then the Gemara asks Zulifrach, but Isi ben Yehuda himself can ask Abaye, Malakila Kerem Shekein Lo Shasa Kosher. So go back to this idea, right? The Kila Yakarim, uh, we still have a problem because Kila Yakarim, again, they never had that moment where they were, where they were, uh, mutter. Because why? Because you already, as we discussed in Erevin and even in Shabbos, the idea that you can't plant them close to each other. So if you can't plant them close to each other, when are they ever mutter? Right? As soon as they get close to each other, it's like nuclear. You can't, you, you can't even bring them together at all, even in the planting stage. So they never had a Shasa kosher. So what are you going to do? You're going to compare them to Basar Bechalav? So, the Gemara answers, Amar Rabbi Ada Barahava, Zotomeret, Kila Yakarim, Ikar Neasarim. Uh-huh. So we say that, in fact, so we have like a little interlude here that you can't compare Kilaya Karim, right? Because if you're going to say, um, if you're going to say that you can't, you can't make this uh, little pircha over here, that, that it means, right, that, that you can't make this little pircha because really Kilaya Karim also have a moment of per, uh, permissibility. They also have a Shasa Kosher. When is that? Because it's Mutter, because we have an idea that it's Mutter until it takes root. That the Kilaya Karim are Mutter, uh, that before they take root, they're going to be mutter. But this is challenge. We're going to spend a couple of lines just discussing when Kilei Akaram are actually going to be chayev, and we're going to see that, in fact, um, it has two very distinct scenarios, and that's going to resolve our issue, as follows. So Masav of Shmaya, right, that, that the planting is going to be usher once it takes root, as follows. But first, you have to have a challenge from Shmaya, because it says, Hamavir So we have an interesting case. An interesting case. A person is walking through. We know the concept of atzis nakuv. It's your pot, flower pot. Flower pot has a hole in it. We say that the flower pot has a hole in it. So very often, most often, when we talk about flower pot having a hole in it. We set it down on the ground. We set it down on the ground and we consider it as if the the uh, let's say plant in the flower pot is actually being nourished from the ground. That's the famous concept of the atzis nakuv. We've had it already um, in, in in different contexts. Now the question is, this atzis nakuv. It can, can it also, can you walk through a vineyard with it? So let's say you had, right, um, I don't know, wheat plant in an atzit snuck of walking through a vineyard. So that would be kilay hakerim, right? It'd be kilayim. Okay. So let's say you're, you're, tra- you're walking around with this atzit snuck of a kerim. What's the So this is actually a Mishnah in kilayim. So it says, im hoisif masayim aser. What's this masayim? One, two hundred. We know that kilay hakerim are actually batal b'matayim. Because it's mentioned twice. Right, we have a double mention of the Isser, and usually things are, are Batal Bemea, right? You have Truma is usually Niftal 1 in 100, right? And since Orlan Kilaim, uh, when it says that they're Usser, it says that it's both Usser Bechila and also Usser Behana, so it's assumed, right, that unlike, it's assumed that since that's, we double down on the Isser of those kinds of things of Kilaim, we assume that it Batal Be 100 won't be enough because it's a stronger Isser, so therefore we say that it's only going to be Batal 1 in 200, okay? So if that's the case, so what you have is the following. Somebody's walking with an atzit snakiv through a vineyard. So the first chiddush, an amazing chiddush, is that this kilei akarim can be airborne. That when you're, when you're holding an atzit snakiv, a perforated pot, you actually can be over the isser of kilei akarim without planting it or even setting it down, it seems. All you're doing is walking through the vineyard. Oh. Now the interesting Mishnah and Kilaim is telling you that what? That if you, when you run through the vineyard, because uh, Andrew runs, so if Andrew's sprinting through the vineyard, he's probably not going to be over and kill that carrying by running with this perforated, uh, he's known for this, that usually he takes a route through vineyards. So it, so he has to be very careful when he takes his vineyard. We used to run in, near the vineyards uh, of Beit Shemesh. It was a beautiful, uh, beautiful Moshav there. And we used to run through the vineyards. So I was very careful when I used to do this trail runs through the vineyards not to carry perforated pots with wheat plants in them because you don't want to be over Kilei Akarim, okay? Now, 
But me, I would never, I have to be extra careful because I don't run as fast as you, Andrew. And this is an amazing halacha on the mission in Kilayim, that if the plant that you're holding in your pot has the opportunity to grow, right? Because I run so slow, the plant can actually go to full bloom while I'm still in the vineyard. If that were to happen, then you lose your bottle of time because your plant grew substantially enough within your pot that now it's substantial enough that it doesn't get the bittle of one in 200. That's the whole point. Okay. But what you learn from that is that it's only the growth that it took place, right? Just running through the vineyard, you're not going to be elsewhere. It needs to take some sort of growth within the vineyard in order to be chayev, right? So if Andrew ran through, he's running fast enough that it's not going to be chayev, but I have to be very careful not to run through. Let's see it inside. Imo time asr. Osif time means that it increased, right? It grew one, two hundred, right? During the time that you passed through. So then it's going to be usher again because you got out of the bittel bima time. Hosif in, la hosif lo. So the Gemara is pointing out that the mission is clearly explaining that the only way, right, that you're going to be high for kilayim here is if the plant grew, right, more than 200. That means that the pre-existing plant isn't going to be chayiv in the vineyard, meaning if Andrew ran with it to so those first moments, it's not going to be chayiv in the vineyard, and it already exists. So what we are left with is an ambiguity as to when you're chayiv in kilayim here. Is it when you plant? Is it when you have the existing plant? And then not snuckov, right, that's really, also snuckov has to be brought in here because I was also going to bring in a pre-existing plant. All right. The Gemara is going to sort this all out right now. Omar Rava. Rava is coming to the rescue here. Trey, Kray, Ksivi. We actually have two psukim, and the two psukim reflect two different times that Yechayev and Kilei Akaram, as follows. Ksiv Hazera. Okay, so we have one pasuk that talks about the seed. Okay, and so once it talks about the Zera, Ksiv Hamalei'a. And also, in the same pasuk, says, So we have two sort of concepts within the very same pasuk. The Pasuk talks about the seed and talks about Hamle'a, which sounds like it's the growth already in full bloom. How could such a thing be? Which is it? Is it the Isra on the seed or is it the Isra on the fully grown plant? So it says the Gemara, Zarua that when you plant the seed, the Chiv is going to come once it takes roots. And Zarua Uva, but once it was already initially planted elsewhere, you're taking it from the, what is it called? A nursery. The, difficult, the, the, the plant nursery. Hosef in La Hoseflo. So if it's already planted and in an atzitznakov and brought in from the nursery, so then just by introducing it into the karam, you're not going to be chayiv and kilat karam. You need to have some growth in the kilat karam, right? So again, for the seed, the threshold is hashrasha, what's called taking root. For the plant, it has to be growth. Okay, fine. And that explains why in the earlier case, right, the original planting, uh, right, took place in the vineyard. And, 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 and so, but in the case of the walking through the, the forest, uh, walking through the vineyard, it's only going to be chayiv if it grows. Okay. So now we get the famous uh, topic that is a new topic while we're on the topic of Isra Hana. So we worked out Isi Bar Yehuda and we're good to go here. Um, 13 lines up from the bottom of Chafei Amaralef. Amar Rabbi Yaakov, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Bachol misrapim chutz mi'atzeh What is going on here? We're going to get to the Isra of Yarg Val Yavor. Right, this is in Sanhedrin, uh, famously. Um, and we see in other places, and this is one of the primary sources of the concept of Yahareg Vel Yavor. Certain of errors that are so severe that you're supposed to be willing to give your life rather to violate them. So here we say, Bechol Misrapin. So here your person has to be healed. Person needs a refuah. We're going to see in the Gemara right now what kind of a refuah. This might be even a life-threatening thing. Let's say you have a life, God forbid, somebody needs this medicine, but the medicine is not a regular medicine. It's Aser Behana, let's say. So can you have medicine that's Aser Behana if you need it for healing? The answer is yes. But says Yaakov Yechadam, Bechol Misrapin. You can be healed with anything. Okay, except for what? Chutz me'atzeh is avodah zara. So it's not just an ashera, but as Rashi explains, any avodah zara, right, is going to be an iser. And therefore, even if you need some life-saving medication, so if it's aser behana, like it's made out of pig fat, that's okay to save your life. But if it is made out of avodah, if it's, there's some sort of avodah zara involved in this medicinal, uh, right, uh, procedure, 
then that's going to be a problem, and you're supposed to even not heal yourself. Wow. So let, let, let's let's see what the Gemara has to say about this. Hey, dummy. What's the case? If you say that the person is a cholishiyesh for sakana, for which we'll do anything, right? We'll violate Shabbos. It's not really a violation of Shabbos, as we learned. We'll do anything in order to save a life. So if that's the case, so why do we care if this medicine involves an atzasher? You have to save the life. If the person only has a head cold, so we're not going to let you take some, some pig fat pill just to get rid of your head cold if you don't have any sakana. You have to tough it out. Uh, so what's so what's the case? So my answer is no. All the ikasakanas. The case has to be. It can't be when the person is just not that sick. It has to be that the person is in danger and they need this medicine in order to survive. And that filu hachi lo. Wow. And even though you need this medicine to survive, you can't use the, the avodah zara. The tanya Rabbi Yezer Omer. Right. Says Rabbi Yezer that we say in Kriyashma every day. Right. So why do you have to say with everything, with all your heart, with all your soul, and, and with everything? So the reason is, says Rabbi Yezer, that the reason why you have to have all those statements is Right, if a person likes his body better than his mamon, which means like his life more than his money, which is most people. So that's why it says with your life. Some people like their money even more than their life, which right, which doesn't seem to make logical sense because if you don't have your life, you don't have your money either. But, you know, he, he brought up a bunch of different answers, potential answers to this. In other words, some people, let's say, it could be life quality. There are different ways of answering this, right? Some people behave in a way that, um, that they're willing to give up all of their you know, time and even perhaps their health in order to make more mammon, and so it may, it may be talking about a scenario like that, but be that as it may, whether your mammon is your priority or your health is your priority, either way, all of it has to be, what? Secondary to your love of Hashem. So even those who like their ma'odecha, right? Uh, you've heard the drush of ma'odecha, whatever you love ma'od, right? Whatever you love the most, whichever you love the most, it's, not, it's going to be secondary to your love for Hashem, okay? So, so the truth of the matter is that it's not explicit here that it's Yarg Val Yavor. Right, but if you read this Sugi and Sanhedrin, which is uh, one of the the real classic primary sources, if you read the Sugi and Sanhedrin, you see that Rashi over there, or if you want a local, the Artswell points out that if you want a local uh, Mefarish, you're gonna have the Ran over here. The Ran over here explains that there's nothing more antithetical, right, to Ahavas Hashem than Avodah Zarah. Avodah Zarah is a direct expression of whatever the opposite of Ahavas Hashem is, and that's why Avodah, Avodah Zarah is going to be totally off limits. You have to have Ahavas Hashem, and therefore that is Yeharig Val Yavar, because we say Bechol Nashicha. So even so, your life is not as important as expressing Avas Hashem. How do you express Avas Hashem? By never getting involved with the Vodazara. So that's how we learn. We have a pasuk of to teach you that Vodazara is Yehareg Bal Yavor. You should not be over it. You'd rather be killed. Give your nefesh. Okay. So two lines up from the bottom and Chafei. So that was Vodazara. Okay. But what about the other big three? So when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, he said the following from the great giant Gadol in Eretz Yisrael of Yochanan, the other two. Bechol Mishrapim, you can be able with anything, Chutz Mevod Zara, Begil Arayas, and as we turn to Chafeyon Beis at 602, Veshvichos Dam, or murder. So now that we go to the big three. So how do you learn Yarg Valyav for all of the big three? So Zara had Amran. Avod Zara, we know Yarg Valyav from the Pasuk of Bechol Abav Chavachol Nashachol. We just, uh, we just explained it. What about Gilu Arayas Veshichos Damim? Where do we learn that? The Tanya, because we learned the Brisa, Rebbe Omer, Kikasher Yakum Ishal Re'eu Urtzachon Efesh Kena Dabar Hazeh. Okay, this Pasuk is in the, in the context of a Nara Murasa. Right, you have Nara Murasa, right, she, she's Mereset, and a man is pursuing her. Okay, and when she does so, right, so you are allowed to kill him. He's like a Rodev, right? He's, he's going to, right, he's pursuing this woman, he's a Rodev. And what's the connection between a murderer and a Nara Hamurasa? Right, because the Pasuk says, 
mentions a Ratzach in the context of the Nara Murasa, right? Um, so we say in that context, we are going to learn something from the uh, comparison to the Rodef to kill, right? So we have two cases. Somebody is Rodef, right, to rape a Nara Murasa, or somebody is Rodef to kill uh, another individual. And the Pasuk compares them. So how, how so? So it compares one to the other in both directions as follows. Says the Brisa. How is a rotzeach a rodef like a nara marasa? Ma nara marasa nitan lahatila benafsho. Af rotzeach nitan lahatila benafsho. So first is this concept of rodef that just like where nara marasa is, uh, where you're defending her, right? She can be saved at the cost of the rapist's life. You're allowed to kill him if that's what needs to be done in order to save the nara marasa. And similarly, we have the concept of rodef by a killer. If a killer is about to come after somebody, you're allowed to strike him down. Okay. The nara marasa mi rotzeach. What does nara marasa learn from rotzeach? Ma rotzeach hi harig val yavar. Right. Af nara marasa tarig val tavor. So here's our source. Right? That just like a Rotseah, right? If somebody were to tell you, this is a different case, if somebody would tell you, God forbid, if you don't kill Plony, I'm going to kill you. So it's Yarek Valiabor. You have to take the bullet. You can't just kill somebody else instead of yourself being killed. So then Tosus discusses, what does it mean by Nar Namarasa? She's allowed to allow herself to, to be killed. So Tosus says, no, 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 no. He changes the Begir. So not Nar Namarasa Tehareg, but Yehareg Valiabor. It's referring to the assailant. If somebody were to tell the, tell the assailant, if you don't rape this Nar Namarasa, right, I'm going to kill you, he's supposed to take a bullet. He'd re- he's supposed to get killed. This is a very, you know, right, a very significant point that the, tar, that the Tosus is making. The woman herself, right, like Esther in Mordechai's palace, says, Karka Olam, she's not an active participant in that rape enough, says, says Tosos, to even, to even incur the chiv in any event. The case Tosos is giving us a push-up shot, that it's talking about the assailant. You're better off taking a bullet than being forced to rape a Nara Marasa. Okay, so anyway, we just said now the source, the comparison to Nara Marasa teaches you that we have Yarag Val Yavar, so by killing. So we have Yarag Val Yavar by Vodazara, and we have Yarag Val Yavar by killing, right? And then says the Gemara, um, Right. So, well, so says the Gemara. Shvichus damim. No, but that's adultery. That's the Yarek Valiavar by what? That's the Yarek Valiavar of Narmarasa. The comparison of Narmarasa to the killing is teaching you um, by Gilar Arias, because Narmarasa is an example of Gilar Arias. The question is though, we learned Narmarasa from Motzeh. Now the Gemara asks, where do we learn Motzeh itself? Shvichus damim gufiminon. Where do we learn that you can't? That you're better off taking a bullet than killing somebody else? Says the Gemara. Amazingly, Svaro. So again, Avodah Zara, the Yarek Valiavar, we learned from the Pasuk. Right from and Gilarayas we learned from killing, but where do we learn killing from a svar? It's a svar that you should rather get killed than kill someone. How? Because somebody once came in front of Rabbi and he asked him, "Mare Durai Amarli, the governor uh, just came and said to me, Zil Liflania, that I have to go kill somebody. And if I don't kill that person, I'll get killed. A crazy, crazy, tragic scenario. So Amarli, so Rabbi said to him, look, yeah, let him kill you below because you can't kill someone else." Because my chazis, the dama didach sumak tfei, dilma dama dahu gavra sumak tfei. How do you know, my chazis, how do you know, how do you see that your blood is redder? Maybe his blood is redder, which is to say, we can't make value judgments as to who's more valuable. And therefore, there's obviously a lot, a lot, a lot of even here, right? The trolley uh, controversy, do you, right, the utilitarian ver, uh, view versus the other view, determinism, right? Are you allowed to save yourself in order to kill somebody else? So that clearly he says you can't do. What if it's multiples versus one, right? What if it's all of these, uh, all of these moral dilemmas, but on, but all things being equal, if it's one and one, okay, there's also active versus Sheva Altase, but you, if it's a Sheva Altase, you're allowed to, and then you have to be, what? You can't kill somebody else actively, you have to allow yourself to be killed. Okay. So that was, that, that was the Yarg Valyavar Sugiya. So now, 15 lines down on Chafeyon Bays, we have, till what, 610?
All right, so you have like a minute or two. Mar Baravashi Ashkhel Ravina, the Shaifa, the Vartebi Guharke, the Arla. Mar Ravashi saw Ravina, was rubbing, uh, we're back to the idea of using um, Israel Haina, right, for medicine. So he was smearing all kinds of stuff on, on his daughter um, and all kinds of oils. Amarlai, Mar Ravashi said to him, Amar Damar Banam Bishasa Sakana. You're only supposed to be able to use that stuff that's also Barna. This was Orla thing, uh, Orla juice, right, Orla oil. So this is not Shasa Sakana. Shalobasasa Sakana Miyamar. So he said you could use Orla oil in order to start smearing on the skin. So Amarlai, Ravina said, Hi, Ishla, smear to Nami Kishasa Sakana Dama. You don't understand. This is what I'm doing is she has a burning fever that's life threatening, and this is the medicine for that. So it's in fact Shasa Sakana. So I could use something that talks about no. Or you could army. Some say the Ravina's defense was Amar Lei. Ravina said to Maravashi, "Midi Is this the normal derechana of the olive oil? No, this is not how you do olive oil. You drink. I'm using it in a very unusual massaging way. So tomorrow we're gonna have a whole new topic of Hana Habal Adam Kercho. You're walking through the airport or whatever, and and you smell the cinnabon on Pesach. Um, we're not gonna have the case of the of the chametz, but we'll see. It's 19 lines up on the bottom. I'm Chafeim and Beis. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow.